This episode was brought to you by GG Boy Productions. Now, some of you that may have followed me have seen some of my other videos on my daily sports stats brought to you weekly. And all those videos were edited by GG Boy Productions. They have great quality, great sound effects, great effects in general. He edits music videos, movies. Uh, it's also my brother. Am I allowed to say that? I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. Um, Gabe has a real talent for making videos, music videos, any kind of movie that you want, media, any kind of media you want. If any of you are interested in GG Boy Productions, you can find him at ggboi23 on Instagram and use coupon code BOOM when contacting Gabe to get a discount. And now, the weekly boom. So, Luke, what is your girlfriend's name? Uh, Emma. Emma. Oh, nice. How are things going? Pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. How'd you guys meet again? Um, so we knew each other. Well, we didn't know each other. She knew who I was freshman year uh, when we were in the dorms. And then um, we knew like a bunch of the same people and kind of reconnected a couple years later. Or I guess not reconnected, oh, nice. just connected. What, what is she studying? She's an advertising major. Advertising major? Yeah. Oh, cool. And you're doing graphic design? I am, yeah. Dude, you guys are like the ultimate combo. Start a start a firm or something. You can I don't start know. a firm, yeah. We'll see. Wow. Well, I don't have a girlfriend, so if anybody out there knows of anybody I could date, let me know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Please don't let me know. <laughs> well, thank you, Luke, for coming on to the show. Of course. Um, this is the Weekly Boom with me, Ian Thomas, and with Luke, my cousin. Woo! And we're excited to get on with the show and learn about Luke's weekly boom. Um, but first, you know how the show goes. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing the three questions and then the weekly boom. Are you ready for your three questions? I think so. Okay. All right, let me get my my device prepped so I can ask you the questions. Okay, I'm going to scroll through and you tell me when to stop. I say stop. Okay. Uh-huh. Stop. All right. If you lived in a virtual reality world of your own creation, what would it look like? Ooh. What would it look like? So are we just looking at like visuals? I, I think you can expand it further than visuals. Okay, so like function. Yes. Well, my first instinct was underwater world where I can breathe. I don't know. I think I think I would want to be able to fly um, so I can move around more easily. I think I like things that are modular. I feel like everything would be very modular. Do I have to build it? Or can I like? No, this I is, can contract someone else to. Some wealthy person is like, "Hey, Luke, I'm gonna build this for you." I might just do like take all the prettiest parts of Earth and make like a mini Earth with just like really cool. You know, you have like a little red rock area, and then like a little, I don't know, like rainforest area, and it's all like smaller. So uh-huh. you just kind of get rid of like the boring parts. But wouldn't you need to have the boring to understand how beautiful it is? Well, yeah, I guess maybe. Well, don't let me talk you out of your world that you're creating here. Maybe I just make a perfect copy of Earth, but I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is different. <laughs> Nothing is different except you can fly. Yeah. I, I think I would sign up for that. I immediately thought of a creative world on Minecraft. That's actually what I thought of first, too. Really? <laughs> well, then I thought of the water the water world. Because you could, like, if it was creative mode, you could go into the water and never drown. Mm-hmm. And then you could fly around, too. You could go to the ender, and the ender, <laughs> the, the end. The, uh, the nether. The end, and get yourself elytra, 
dude, that that'd be perfect for me. That would be pretty nice. And it's easy to build, easy to like easy to build things when you're in the world already. Easy to like break stuff. Yeah. I feel like if I made a perfect copy of Earth, holy cow, did, did everybody just hear that? <laughs> that was that was <laughs> that was a notification on my computer that said there is a nuclear missile inbound uh, and it's going to wipe us all out. Oh, foreshadowing. For, <laughs> for, for the weekly boom. <laughs> the weekly boom is a nuke. <laughs> well, I think like if you had a world that was an exact copy, you might get mixed up which world was which and you might find That's yourself true. jumping off a building in the real world. And it might just like an Inception sort of deal. Yeah, Inception. I might maybe just switch the color of everything. Maybe like inverse colors or like everything is slightly... Maybe like, or something simple, like water is like red. Or like it's, in Breaking Bad, when you go to Mexico, everything turns yellow. yellow. <laughs> <laughs> or like Eastern Europe, everything's like dull. Dull, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I like that idea. That's a pretty good one. Okay, tell me when to stop again. I'll do medium length this time. And stop. Okay, I landed in between two, so you gotta decide. Also, you have a skip, so you can skip this if okay. you want. Okay. What do you think about reality TV shows, and how well do you dance? What are some of your go-to moves? Moves. Moves. Wait, so if I skip one, does that mean like redo, or do I skip? You can skip both of these. I and, skip and both. Sorry. On. I skip both of those. You skip both. Okay, okay. Tell me to stop. <laughs> stop. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite type of funny video to watch? Favorite <laughs> type of funny video. Oh. <laughs> What are the categories here? Like other genres? Genre, like genre funny movies? <laughs> there's animal. There's little kids getting pushed over in the snow. There's that old priest giving the baby the baptism, but like... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a whole com- like category in itself. Excuse me. I might pick... Have you ever seen those videos where they... Uh, it's called like, oh, vocal synthesis or whatever, where they, they have a computer read... Or listen to a bunch of speeches or songs, whatever, by like a certain person. They can get that person to read something else. So you'll have like JFK reading like the Bible or something. Oh, like the, the AI mimics JFK. Yeah, and so like we'll huh. cut like words out, and but it, it's smoother though. Like the the uh, what do you call it? Not intonation, like the pace at which they talk seems normal. Yeah, there's a word that I'm thinking of. Uh, I, I can think of it too, but I can't oh, think of I don't it. Know. Yeah, Some, whatever. Um, so so it doesn't sound like cut out, but it still sounds somewhat smooth. Those are kind of funny sometimes. Are you talking about the one that's like, like a whole worm length? Like it looks like a worm, and then they have these pistons that push up into the worm, and it's hollow, and it makes vocal noises, and it's like the most terrifying oh, image. Oh no, I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, it's terrifying. I, I'll figure that out and is get it, it to you this is a genre of- <laughs> <laughs> this is not a genre this is like a genre of like nightmare fuel it's because so what it is is i'll try to describe it for the viewers it's a like the length like of of two no six subway footlongs except it's hollow and it's pink this is like a real thing this is a real thing and like it's closed it. off at one end and a piston punches up into it and there's like it's like vibrating <laughs> because that's how what sound is made and so it's like and then a piston punches up into one part and goes and then a piston punches up into another part it's like so it's like an instrument or do they it's like an instrument but they're trying to mimic your throat oh interesting and it is weird 
It is, and it has teeth too. They also have teeth, Ew. like a tongue. It is wacky. So can they make it talk? Yeah, yeah, it talks, and it sounds horrible. Like it's nothing you want to show like a child. Could you convince someone it's a person? No. It, I, well, it's like too far from. It's too a far real from voice. real voice. Yeah. It's it is gnarly. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Or have you heard of that like Aztec? Like scream, flute, or yes, whatever. Yes, the death whistle. Oh yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> the death whistle. I've heard of this, but I've never seen one in and it's real like, life. It's just like a little thing, and you blow into it, and it's like. <gasps> it sounds like someone's screaming. Yeah, yeah. It's horrifying. Ugh. Well, I, well, we really jumped off topic there. Yeah. That was. But now I'm trying to remember what that thing was called. The, the worm. The like flesh tube <laughs> thing. It's so gross. I'll, I'll find it. I'll send it to yeah, you. Yeah, I need to see this. Yeah, it's... The speaking worm. Viewer, uh, just Google everything I've said so far and you'll probably find it. <laughs> um, okay, next, I'm ready for the next question. And... Stop. Okay. Oh, that was a, it's a dumb question, so I'm going to allow you another skip. The question was, have you ever forgotten your wallet while paying for something? No. Yeah, I, I don't think it. I don't think I've ever forgotten it. My wallet does. Okay, actually, interesting thing. My wallet falls out of my pocket all the time, but I always get it at the last second. I also keep. I have a little piece of paper has like eight phone numbers of like well my phone number and like people I know's phone numbers. Oh. That way, if I ever my phone ever dies, I have phone numbers, or if like I lose my wallet, they can call me. Or if they don't, I if I lost my phone too, they can call. I don't know, like my brother or something. Huh, that's a good idea. I should do that with my wallet. It's pretty useful. Or Grandpa was telling me about this watch he had. And I, I was actually thinking about this recently. A digital watch and you stored, you could store phone numbers in it. Have you heard of that? Holy cow, that sounds like some crazy 80s technology. I might sound dumb for like knowing, like just learning about this or whatever, but. No, I've never heard of that before. It's, but it makes sense sick. to me because that, like they're, in the 80s, no one had an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And you didn't want to remember a whole bunch of phone numbers, so if you put them in your Rolex or whatever, probably not a Rolex, but your Timex. Cycle through. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good idea. Do you have, how many phone numbers do you have memorized? I have my mom's, my dad's, Isaac's, uh, my brother, and Gavin, my brother. I don't have Gabe's. Um, I also have my friend's home phone number memorized, because I would call it so many times in the summer. I'm like... Come on, Dallas, pick up the phone. But just over and over and over. <laughs> just over until they wake up. I feel bad. I only have my own phone number memorized. You don't have yours? No, I do have my own. Just oh. just my own though. Oh. Because my well my parents' numbers are only a couple a few years old. Oh yeah, because they just moved back yeah. to the States. I do remember my Chinese number though. Oh, nice. Is so. it the same amount of digits? No, so it's well. There's the uh, country code or whatever. So it's like plus eight six or one eight six or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there, there's one extra digit. So it's only thing. Because I think like in other countries they are like way long. Yeah. Well, because Neo's they're ten, right? Because three, three, four. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they're one. They're eleven in China, not including like the country code and stuff, mm. which makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and apparently, so the uh, so eight is like good luck in China. So they, if so, sometimes they'll charge you extra for a phone number that has a lot of eights in it. Are you serious? That's what I heard. I don't know. 
So I'm not going to say mine over the, the air like this, but I have four eights in my number. Oh, wow. That's, four. Do you have any fours? Because no. four is bad luck. Because four, the word for four sounds like the word for death or something. Oh. Yeah, I only have eights. And they're in a string together. So whenever I give it to somebody, they always ask me it again. So like, how many was that? How many eights four. did you say? Yeah, I have one eight. That's it. Mine's pretty easy to remember, though. So if I gave my phone number to someone that spoke Chinese or that was Chinese, they'd be like, holy cow, you're so lucky. Yeah. Probably take a picture with you, maybe. Maybe take a picture with me. Mm-hmm. That's all I want, really, is just people running up to me taking my picture. That would be nice. It would be nice. For a season. <laughs> For a season. All right, well, you survived the three questions of death, mm-hmm. and now you're on to the weekly boom. The nuclear missile mm-hmm. never arrived, so you're going to have to give us something else. Should I go now? Say it now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So my weekly boom is nuclear semiotics. So I'm taking a history of graphic design class. And we started out talking about um, language. And because that's that's kind of one of like the essential parts of graphic design is like typography, letters, whatever. And so basically, you know, we have all this nuclear waste that we've stored in certain places. And we need a way to note, like mark it so that people will know it's dangerous. But whatever we use to mark it as dangerous needs to transcend like our language now. So you, you can't just put a sign that says like, danger, do not touch, it's nuclear waste. Because right. what if English is a dead language in 10,000 years, right? So there are all these theories about, or not theories necessarily, all these plans on like how to do it. And, um, but like they, there's always some problem. There's always some like hypothetical that like might make people want to see what it is instead of stay away from it, you know? Yeah. Like in Tenant, the, when he's digging that thing out. Oh yeah. And he finds that box and it's like from the people from the future. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And I don't know how they it labeled it as radioactive, though. Was it radioactive? Or did he find it in a radioactive pit? Oh, I don't remember. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Yeah, me too. But that, that is a weird question, because, like, I, I try to mark things in my to-do list mm-hmm. with, like, colors or something sometimes, and... Sometimes that doesn't even work for me, and that's just a to-do list. <laughs> so imagine doing that for, like, nuclear waste. Or do you ever, like, throw or, like, put something in a certain place? Like, sometimes I'll put something, like, at the at the base of my door so, so I don't forget it when I leave or something like that. Yeah. There are yeah. little things you can tell yourself in the future. But then how do you do that with nuclear waste? So some of the ideas that people have had, there's this one idea that they make this giant... And this is all, like, based off of minimal research and, like, talking to people about it. So, uh-huh. I I would not be, like, maybe fact-check me, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, one of the ideas was, what if you make this giant razor wire ball and you put it at the center? But then they're like, oh, well, what if people need to harvest more, like, metals in the future? And, like, they use that. And then yeah. the other, another idea was make a giant spike field. So, just all these, like cement thorns and spikes but then like what if people think it's like a maze yeah (laughs) i think there's something like precious at the center 
That's what I was thinking because like you have these people that do crazy things just just because they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. And so making it dangerous doesn't necessarily make it uh, untouchable because mm-hmm. someone's still going to try to do it. And there's this one thing that I thought was really, really interesting. There's this three panel like comic strip almost. So there's the first panel, it's this guy and he's like fine, smiling. There's like a smile on his face. And then there's a little box with like the nuclear symbol, way symboling, like the uh-huh. circle with like three things coming out of it. And the first one he's happy. The second one, he's he touches it, his hands on it, and then the symbol is on his chest too to show like oh it spread to him. And then the third one, he's like laying on the ground, dead, and the symbol's like still on his chest to show like oh if he if a guy touches it he'll die because like the thing will kill him. But then, what if in the future we don't read things like left to right or top to bottom? And so it's yeah. reversed. So he's dead. He touches the box and he's healed, <laughs> which is like the reverse of what you want, right? That so that's another, another problem. I figure, though, that people in the future will probably be, wow, I can't talk. People in the future will probably be like smart enough to realize that it's bad. Yeah. But hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, because we could be wiped out by a nuke or a zombie plague or something. And then the people that rise up and come back might not operate the same way, like mm-hmm. you're saying. Or they could be like, somehow it could revert to like tribal humans or something. Yeah. Like, have you played that game? What's that game? Spore. Not Spore. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. That's like the premise. Yes. They, uh, the world like nuclear explodes, whatever. But like people start, they like plant these like, they have these like machines that like give birth to like people again and they're like tribal. There's still like all this wreckage from uh-huh. the past civilization or whatever. Huh. Now you got me thinking. It's like a puzzle. It's like a puzzle. Because you have all these things that you want to accomplish with it, but at the same time, you don't even know if people will want to accomplish those things that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that, man, that's difficult. It's also interesting because there is no like deadline for when this needs to be done by, you know, because like. Mm hmm. I'm just like, we just got to do it before English dies as a language (laughs) and before we lose all record of English, I guess. Because they do have like these big cement pillar things that they're making that have, like they wrote out, they basically wrote out like this big paragraph. It's super redundant because they just repeat the same things over and over again, just in case like people in the future don't have every English word. Yeah. And they did it in a bunch of languages too, but it's like, the thing here is dangerous. Like danger lies here, like all this stuff. It's kind of poetic, honestly. Kind huh. of freaky. It reminds me of uh, the golden disc that's on the Voyager. Yes, I was going to bring that up, yeah. Yeah, that's on the Voyager um, satellite. Mm-hmm. And they have all these drawings on it and like math equations on it. Mm-hmm. Because math and these drawings are uh, ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like even the record player, or the record, that the, the, gold, the gold thing is a record. You can even play it. And it'll play sounds of Earth. Oh, yeah. And so it has like the sound of like a heartbeat of a baby crying, of music, and all that stuff. Didn't they include, did they include images on it somehow? I don't know how they were, I somehow. feel like, I don't know. And they like intentionally chose not to, to talk about like war or like disease. or They like left yeah. some like of the dark things out to try to better encapsulate the human species. I guess. Yeah, the the picture I can remember is there's like there's a dude and a lady, and then there's like 
Pythagorean theorem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, some other things like that. And it's interesting that those are the things they chose to include. Because, mm-hmm. because like, what if the people that discover it are humans 10 million years from now? And they're like, dang, this is our history. Yeah. And That'd be like, so weird. They're like, what do we do with this? Do we eat it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Looks tasty. Looks <laughs> mighty tasty. Well, I've heard as well that it, like it's not even close to being anywhere that it could be intercepted by another species, unless there's like something else going on. We don't know that, you know. But like, based off the speed it's going, like it'll still be forever until, or like a super long time until another potential life form could even grab it, retrieve it, which is kind of kind of interesting. Huh. Or have you heard of? Uh, I was just reading about this today. Knowledge vaults. I guess some people have, like, just in case there's, like, a, I think it, I think, I'm pretty sure it's just in case there's, like, some disaster and, like, the internet, like, explodes or whatever, it doesn't exist anymore, or they, uh, for, like, the future, they have these vaults that just have all this information in them. I don't know how it's stored exactly, basically a library, but not for, like, public access, but basically just to preserve information. Oh. It, it reminds me of the seed vaults. Have you heard oh, of those? Yeah. For like different plants and stuff. Yeah, so they have like tons of seeds for all different kinds of plants. Because if like a nuke goes off, then it would wipe out all the plants. Mm-hmm. So they're like buried in the mountain in Iceland or something. I can't remember where it is. Somewhere in Scandinavia. But Dang, that'd be so crazy to like... Well, I guess like, yeah, if something went extinct. Like bananas or something. We, got, we have an extra... <laughs> yeah, we had a couple extra banana seeds. Up in Iceland. <laughs> what are banana seeds even? Are they the little black... Well, have you ever had a banana with a seed? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, because this is the George Michael banana. And the George Michael banana... Wait, not George Michael. George Michael. Is it George? From Arrested Development. No, <laughs> it's like that. Man, <laughs> or, uh, people are yelling at me right now. What is it called? The Gross Michael banana. Gross Michael. Gross Michael banana. Um those don't have seeds in them like this, yeah those so they're bananas right there do not have seeds like in them. grapes like seedless grapes they're like specially bred to not have seeds yeah which is interesting because their parents have to have seeds i feel like right the plant the uh, parents of the plant the children are just are seedless are seedless it's like a mule like a mule yeah maybe that's what it is like they, they can't reproduce themselves but you can make them so well i i actually bit into a banana once and i guess it was mutated and i had seeds in it and it's just Ooh. this like brown it's like thick brown strip of like little i don't know what do you even call them nodes <laughs> like in the center and it, it's yeah obviously it's not doesn't taste very good but i don't know how it ended up in my possession huh was that in the states yeah it was at a cafeteria oh weird <laughs> so i guess uh someone snuck it in playing a little prank or uh, played a little banana seed prank. The, yeah. The, the, the old classic <laughs> banana seed got him. Or it uh, somehow defied the laws of its species. Could be. Yeah, Isaac can go on and on about a gross Michael banana. I, I can't remember a single thing about them. Other than the fact that they're like the superior banana over all bananas. I honestly didn't even... Oh, because I know about like plantains or whatever, but like... I didn't really know there were different types. Yeah. Because, like, apples, there are, like, millions of apples. Fuji, Pink Lady, whatever, all that stuff. That's true. Now but, I want an apple and a banana. Do you have a favorite a apple? Do I have a favorite apple? I think my favorite apple is probably, like, 
just a, a normal red delicious. When I was a kid, really? all I used to eat was the green apples and peanut butter. Oh, I used to eat green apples a ton. And now if I try to eat one, I feel like my face is going to contort into itself. Like, it's so <laughs> too sour. sour. Way too sour. But like a red delicious or a, I don't really know. Honey crisp. I feel Honey like crisp. the reddish yellow ones are usually the ones I like. Yeah. Like Fuji or whatever, Gala, 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 whatever. Gala, Gala. I really like anything red, but the green ones sometimes can be a little sour. I feel like I used to eat those way more. They, and they, I feel like the skin gets kind of tough sometimes on the uh-huh. green ones. My, uh, remember when I lost my front teeth, my two front teeth, I couldn't bite apples. Uh-huh. And I would like, I liked them so much, I didn't want to stop. I was just going to stop eating apples. So I'd like gnaw on them from the side. <laughs> was <laughs> was that a like a maniac? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did it it sound, was not very comfortable. Did it sound a little bit like this? <laughs> that, that, that was me eating a, uh, what are these things called? Swedish fish. Swedish fish. A little product placement. A little product placement for Swedish fish. <laughs> that was a little crispier, maybe, than apple. But it was not comfortable. And then when my teeth grew back, they were so sensitive, it was hard to, to bite them. Front, mm. on, like, from the front, whatever. Head on. Yeah. My teeth are still pretty sensitive. I had one sensitive tooth... Uh, like a month ago and I thought for sure that I had gotten a ginormous cavity mm-hmm. and then after like a, a week or two it, the sensitivity just went away really so maybe yours will just go away maybe well I, I, they're pretty sensitive to like cold I feel like I'm getting better at it though like you know those people that just buy ice cream are you one of those people I, I'm one of those people yeah oh never mind then <laughs> <laughs> or popsicles do you, do you buy popsicles yeah I, I'm one oh, of those wow. people I yeah. feel like I can like gently like my teeth will like barely touch it, like I'm touching a hot stove. Like bite quick, then re- like step back. Oh, really? And then my tongue will kind of take care, take over from there. <laughs> like toss it around as it melts. Yeah, I, I can just chomp right into them, and I knew it bothered my friends. Knew it bothered my friends, so sometimes I would do it just like in front of them. <laughs> I, could my... you could you do that as soon as your adult teeth came in, or did you have to like grow into it? Um. I don't know. I, I think I've always been able to do it. Interesting. So even prior to my adult matured teeth. But, um, yeah, I've always been able to knob, knobble on. <laughs> on good old popsicle. On a, a good old popsicle. Nice. Yeah, I still have a, I have one baby tooth still. No, you I'm, don't. Yeah. Really? Because I didn't have an, I didn't have a grown up tooth, an adult <laughs> grown up tooth. One of my six. <laughs> didn't have an adult tooth under it. So nothing's pushing it out. Wait, let me, let me see it again. I'll, I'll tell the viewers what it looks like. Okay, so Luke has a, a one tooth that is lower than the rest. It's like in the, in the back. And it's towards the back. It's my C6? C6. I, don't know. I, oh, I was like, wow, you even know the number. <laughs> I think they do notate them yeah, they, like that or something. Yeah, there's like letters and numbers mm-hmm. in there. It, who knows? It could be. A, Maybe it's C6. It could be the C6. Yeah. Well... Thank you for giving us your weekly boom. Of course. Now it's got me thinking about what kind of creation I could make to solve that problem. Yeah. But I probably won't. I'll probably just play video games tonight instead. Maybe just a frowny face. Maybe just a frowny face. <laughs> just a frowny Sad. face. A, a tear, yeah. It, no, just an emoji. It says, skirt, skirt. No. <laughs> Get out. X. X. Well, thank you for joining us today on another episode of the weekly boom. Um, Luke, and this is Ian signing off. Woo. Do you want to get some food now? <laughs>